بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله الذي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا بالقاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين أجل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف اللهم أخرجني من ظلمات الوهم وأكرمني بنور الفهم اللهم افتح علينا أبواب رحمتك وانشر علينا خزائن علومك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين We've been studying the most fundamental value or values in Islamic ethics and in the end of last semester, we had several sessions arguing that truthfulness is the most fundamental value. Then, last week, we said that Ayatollah Mutahari says that karama or honor and dignity is the basis of Islamic ethics. And he says, the more I study, the more I reflect, I do research, the more I am convinced. So we started talking about karama and honor. And inshallah, I will explain that in my view, karama and honor goes back again to truthfulness. And these are not two distinct things. So we started talking about karama, and we said, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Briefly explained that the main, the core of his mission is to accomplish noble traits of character. And then we explained what is makarimul akhlaq, what is mahasinul akhlaq, and different points that can be understood from this hadith. And then we started discussing the issue of honor and dignity in the Quran. And we said that in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is described as aziz in many places. And we started referring to the idea of the experts of Arabic about the meaning of Izzah. And then we started talking about verses of the Quran in which Allah says that Izzah all belongs to him. Uh, I recited this ayah, A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajim, Man kana yuridul Izzah فَلِلَّهِ الْعِزَّةُ جَمِيعًا إِلَيْهِ يَسْعَدُ الْكَلِمُ الطَّيِّبُ وَالْعَمَلُ الصَّالِحُ يَرْفَعُهُ We discussed this. The next ayah which we discussed, أَلَّذِينَ يَتَّخِذُونَ الْكَافِرِينَ أَوْلِيَاءَ مِنْ دُونِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ أَيَبْتَغُونَ عِنْدَهُمُ الْعِزَّةِ فَإِنَّ الْعِزَّةَ لِلَّهِ الْجَمِيعًا And the so this is up to last session. 
Another ayah about Izzah of Allah is in Surah Safat, verses 180 to 182. These three ayahs are very beautiful zikr. This is a zikr that you can invocate. And it is particularly recommended for finishing your conversation and meetings. You know, if you had some meetings, some discussions, and you think maybe uh, you were a little bit darkened, your heart is darkened, you are affected, maybe it was not... 100% you know, good meeting. So this is good to polish your heart. Subhan rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Very beautiful, very powerful. Sometimes back I was uh, thinking about the verse in Surah Yunus uh, about the people of heaven. In Surah Yunus, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about the people of heaven, يَحْدِيهِمْ رَبُّهُمْ بِإِيمَانِهِمْ جَنَّاتٍ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارِ And then, uh, when this verse finishes, the next verse is دَعْوَاهُمْ Fiha Subhanak. Da'wa means their call. Their call in heaven is Subhanak Allahum. Yeah? The people of heaven, when they speak, they do tasbih. Of course, what does it mean? It doesn't mean they only say Subhanaka, 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 or Subhanallah, Subhanallah. It has another meaning. Uh, you remember once I think I talked about Prophet Musa alayhi salam and how the entire revolution of Musa was tasbih because he said, Rabbishrahli sadri wa yassirli amri wahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli waj'alli waziran min ahli haruna akhi Amri, Azri. Why? Kathira. So the whole movement and uh, revolution of Musa was Tasbih. So Tasbih doesn't mean that you just say Subhanallah. Tasbih means that you do Tasbih, not you say Tasbih. Okay, so you have to glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by your existence, not just by your tongue. If you have the approach of Musa to politics, your politics becomes tasbih. If you have approach of Fir'aun to Salat, your Salat becomes dunya. <laughs> okay, so Musa's politics is tasbih, and Salat of some people like Fir'aun is dunya. 
Even Salat is dunya. Tasbih is dunya. Anyway. The people of heaven. Whatever they say. Is Tasbih. Da'wahum. Fiha. Means fil jannah. Fil jannat. Subhanakallahum. Watahiyyatuhum. When they greet each other. The people of heaven. When they greet each other. What they say? Salam. Watahiyyatuhum fiha. Salam. Wa'akhiru da'wahum. And the end of their, their speech is Alhamdulillah Rabbil. Wa'akhiru da'wahum and Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Question. Akhiru da'wah means last part of da'wah. Their call. End of their call. Last of their call. Is it part of da'wah or not? Yeah, it's part of it. Allah said, Da'wahum fiha subhanaka. But now He says, the end of it is Alhamdulillah. So, what does it mean? It means that tasbih includes hamd. Hamd is not separate from tasbih. Even hamd is part of tasbih. Like tasbih of Lady Fatima, like tasbihat arba'ah. Inshallah, if once we have discussion, we can talk about tasbih. Tasbih involves tahlil, it's, it's both takbir, tahmid, all of them is tasbih. Okay? Anyway, that ayah about people of Jannah, what is the format? It has three parts. Da'wahum fiha subhanakallahum. Wa tahiyyatuhum fiha salam. Means tasbih, salam, hamd. Tasbih, salam, hamd. Okay? Now, look at these verses in Surah Safat. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. This is tasbih. Da'wahum fiha subhanaka Allah. Wa tahiyyatuhum fiha salam. Wa salamun ala al-mursaleen. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَاهُمْ أَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ So it's the same pattern of the speech of the people of heaven. Okay? But who is doing this? Who is doing this now? Whose zikr is this? سُبْحَانَ رَبِّكَ رَبِّ الْعِزَّةِ عَمَّا يَسْفُونَ وَسَلَامُونَ it's Allah's zikr. Because Quran tells us that even Allah does tasbih. Subhanalladhi asra bi'abdi. Who is doing this tasbih? Is Allah doing tasbih? Even Allah does tasbih. Angels do tasbih. People of heaven do tasbih. Mu'minin in dunya also do tasbih. Okay? So, anyway. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati. Your Lord, who is the Lord of Izzah, the Lord of honor and dignity, should be glorified. It means that he is greater than what people describe. When people describe God, they cannot do justice. Anything that people say about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anyone who wants to describe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
will, will fall short. Yeah? Except whom? Mukhlasin. Mukhlasin. Because Quran in another place says there is an exception. Subhanallah amma yasifun illa ibadallahil mukhlasin. Mukhlasin are exception. Apart from mukhlasin, those who are purified, anyone else who wants to do description of God cannot do justice. Okay? So, Rabbil Izzah. My point is Rabbil Izzah. The Lord of Izzah. Another ayah about Izzah is in Surah Munafiqun. Verse 8. Munafiqin were telling each other that when we go back to Medina, those who are more honorable or honorable. Sometimes in Arabic, when we use superlative, it may not mean necessarily superlative. It means just to have it. Okay? For example, if we say, even in English it's the same. When we say, for example, uh, heaven is better than hell, it doesn't mean that hell is good and heaven is better. Sometimes better doesn't mean both are good and one is better. Yeah? Just for the sake of comparison, we say. The Munafiqin, the Hippocrates used to say, when we go back to Medina, then those who are honorable, meaning whom? Means Munafiqin, people of their own you know, camp. They will send out Okay. Muslims, these people who have no honor, no adal, they have no honor, referring to the companions of the Prophet. So, you know, when we go back to Medina, we will get rid of all of them. We kick them out. Then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Walillahi al-'izzatu, walirasulhi, walilmu'minin, walakin al-munafiqin la yalamun." They think they have izzah and mu'minin have no izzah. They think like that. But izzah is first of all for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay? He's the source of izzah. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives izzah to Rasulihi. And then mu'minin. So now we understand that Allah has unlimited izzah and all Izzah goes back to Allah. Two. Three. Allah gives Izzah to people who are close to him. And depending on how close they are, they would have different levels of Izzah. So among people, Rasulullah has more Izzah. Then Mu'mineen who follow Rasulullah, they have also Izzah, but not equal to the Izzah of Rasulullah. Okay? And Rasulullah's Izzah is not also equal to the Izzah of Allah. It's a hierarchy of Izzah. The first Izzah is Allah. And then it comes down. Lillahi al-Izzatu. Wa li rasulihi 
وللمؤمنين ولكن المنافقين لا يعلم In the Quran we have very interesting phenomenon Many verses of the Quran you know they end with some attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and most of the time two attributes are mentioned uh, like for example al-azizul hakim for example al-azizul rahim yeah in the quran 29 times seems maybe my maybe i have uh, not been comprehensive but uh, it seems that inshallah maybe my statistics are correct but uh, you can check yourself it seems that 29 times we have al-azizul hakim al-aziz with hakim izzah and wisdom these come together for example hazrat ibrahim and Ismail, when they were raising the foundation of Kaaba, they made some du'as. One of their du'as, which is in verse 129, is, Rabbana wabaath Truly, you are Aziz and you are Hakim. Okay? This is very important that you end your dua with a description. You don't just say, Wabaath fihim rasulan. As a kind of support for your dua and for your request you mention some attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala okay why should Allah listen to you and raise among them a messenger because you are Aziz Hakim sometimes we say for example please forgive us why because or for example, you know, in du'a, not in Qur'an, for example, say, وَرْزُقْنِي وَرْزُقْ عَيَالِي مِنْ فَضْلِكَ Why? Because إِنَّكَذُوا الْفَضْلِ الْعَظِيمِ So this description of Allah that we bring, sometimes at the beginning, but many times at the end, is to show, is to show that I know whom I am asking. It's not that by chance and accident I'm asking you. I know that you are a person that has all the reasons to give me my request. And especially we highlight those things which are very much related. Sometimes it's a matter of tawbah and forgiveness. So we stress on his rahmah, Allah's rahmah. Allah's for it. Sometimes it's a matter of giving a race or something, children, we say you have fazl. So depending, sometimes it's a matter of 
something related to knowledge, we say, So, this shows that we know whom we are asking, and we know that he is capable of giving us what we want. Okay? This is very important. If you go to a person with your need and say, I don't know who you are, but please help me. This is very much different from you saying, I know that you are a very generous person and you have been helping everyone. Please help me. It makes big difference. Yeah? So when you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you have to show that you know who he is. And maybe, uh, this is also my understanding. Maybe it's even more than that. Maybe this is also a kind of tawassul. But tawassul with some, through some names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, sometimes we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because of his names. Allahumma inni as'aluka bismik. Okay? We ask Allah because of his name. When we say, إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ means you are bringing two of his names as your wasila. It gives you some extra strength, something by which you can please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In du'ai act, for example, you say, Allahumma, for example, in... Uh, um, for example. What is that name? That name is important. Name of Allah is very important. Inshallah, once we have to speak about names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You start your work with Bismillah. Means the name of Allah by itself helps you. When you do zebh, name of Allah makes it something that you can eat. La tazkuru mimma lam yuzkar ismullah alayh. It doesn't say mimma lam yuzkar ismullah alayh. So the name of Allah, because we don't have access to Allah, but the name of Allah has impact. The name of Allah. Ism of Allah. Anyway, inshallah, once we should talk about the name of Allah and names of Allah. So, you bring these names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as help, as aid, as wasila. And many times in the Quran, Aziz is one of those names that keep repeating. Aziz. Maybe no other name is that frequently mentioned. So Aziz Hakim at least 29 times. Aziz al-Rahim, at least 13 times. Like, وَإِنَّ رَبَّكَ لَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الرَّحِيمُ 13. وَإِنَّ رَبَّكَ لَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الرَّحِيمُ Or, تَنْزِيلَ الْعَزِيزَ الرَّحِيمُ Or, إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الرَّحِيمُ So, Aziz with Rahim. 
And sometimes Aziz comes with Qavi. Qavi means a strong Aziz. Like what? فَلَمَّا جَاءَ أَمْرُنَا نَجَّيْنَا صَالِحًا وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مَعَهُ بِرَحْمَةٍ مِنَّا When our affair or our command came, the punishment, when the punishment came, we saved Saleh and the mu'mineen who were with Saleh. How did we save them? بِرَحْمَةٍ مِنَّا With a mercy from us. Mercy was what saved them. We save them from punishment and destruction. We also save them from being humiliated and losing their honor. Truly your Lord is all strong, all powerful and aziz. Which means not being defeated, not being... Uh, Overcome. This is Surah Hud, verse 66. Surah Shura, verse 19. In my research, I am not saying 100% because maybe you know I have overlooked something, but you can do research. As far as I did research, when Aziz comes with other names, Aziz comes first. With Hakim, with Alim, with Rahim. The only quality that I remember now, I'm saying maybe I'm wrong, but uh, you can check, that comes before Aziz is Qavi. Quwwa comes before Izzah because Quwwa is the source for Izza. But other things come after Izza. Rahma, Hikma, Ilm comes after Izza, but Quwwa comes before. Because the one who has no Quwwa has no Izza. If you are weak, if a nation is weak, they don't have honor. Yeah? Sometimes people make mistake. They think, for example, money brings honor. Money doesn't bring honor, but in a society in which people only listen to rich people, then the people who are poor lose their honor in front of people, not in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah? Otherwise, money is not important. What is important is power. So, there can be a scholar who has no money, but he has izzah. Because ilm gives power okay so this is about Ezza and Aziz and only Qavi seems to be an exception that comes before Aziz another term that we have in the Quran is Karam which is similar to Ezza because we said Honor, dignity in English seem to be somehow, maybe with some differences, equal to Ezza and Karama. Okay? So Ezza has been used in many cases. We mentioned some of the cases. Also, we have Karam, like Makarimul Akhlaq, 
comes from karam. We have also karam in the Quran. For example, with respect to al-karim, al-aziz is used tens of times. Al-karim only has been used three times in the Quran, al-karim. One is Surah Mu'minun, verse 116. High is Allah, the King, Al-Haq, the true or the truth. There is no God except him, the Lord of Al-Arsh Al-Karim. Here, Al-Karim is not adjective for Rab. Al-Karim is adjective for Arsh. This is very important to know Nahv. Yeah, some people say, why we shouldn't know Nahv for this? Rabbul Arsh Al-Karim, not Rabbul Arsh Al-Karimu. If it was Rabbul Arsh Al-Karimu, then Al-Karim was an adjective for Rab. But here, Al-Karim is an adjective for Al-Arsh. Rabbul Arsh Al-Karim. Okay, so Al-Arsh Al-Karim means the divine throne is by itself noble, has a dignity, has honor. The Arsh. You know, sometimes you have a king that in his Arsh and around in his Arsh, so many mischief takes place. <laughs> this Arsh is not Karim. Yeah, but we have Ar Arsh which is Karim. Only good happens. Only Tayyabat comes from that Arsh. This is very important. So Allah is Rabbul Arshil Karim. So this is one case. So it's not about Allah, but it's about the Arsh. Another case is Ya Ayyuhal Insan Ma Gharraka Birabbikal Karim. And this is Karim for Allah himself. This is Surah in Fatar 82, verse 6. O man, what deceived you and made you disrespectful towards your Lord, who is Karim, who is generous or who is honorable surah infatar 82 infatar is surah 82 verse 6 ma gharraka bi rabbikal karim why you have become you know heedless and because ghurur means to deceive so what deceived you the third case which is the last case, Al-Karim. Again, it's not about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's Surah Dukhan, chapter 44, verse 49. karim This is actually a kind of teasing the people who have been doing bad in dunya and have been 
ridiculing and making mockery of mu'mineen, they will be said, taste. Taste something from hell, which is painful. Karim, you are very dignified and very, you know, honorable. It's a kind of, uh, yeah, it's a kind of uh, response or a kind of retaliation for what they have been doing in making mockery of people. And yes. No, or, uh, we have other cases. Al Karim. I'm talking about Al Karim. I'm talking about other uh, cases of K. So we have three times Al Karim, and only one is about Allah. But Al Aziz, as we said many, many times, is used for Allah. We have another ayah in which Karim is used for Allah, but without Alif and Lam. This was Al Karim. This is, uh, I think it's verse uh, 20 of chapter 57. Chapter 57, verse 20. قال هذا من فضل ربي ليبلغني أشكر أم أكفر ومن شكر فإنما يشكر لنفسه ومن كفر فإن ربي غني كريم Whoever is ungrateful, my Lord is غني كريم is rich and honorable or generous. So here Karim is used for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without alif and la. 57, yeah, verse 40. We have also al-akram for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Iqra warabbukal akram chapter 96, verse 3. Al-akram is sifat tafzil for karim. Iqra' warabbukal akram. Your most honorable or most generous or most honorable Lord. Then we have certain things and people or things that Allah has given them karam. Allah has honored them. For example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَأَمَّا الْإِنسَانِ إِذَا مَبْتَلَاهُ رَبُّهُ فَأَكْرَمَهُ وَنَعَّمَهُ فَيَغُولُ رَبِّي أَكْرَمًا وَأَمَّا إِذَا مَبْتَلَاهُ فَقَدَرَ عَلَيْهِ رِزْقَهُ فَيَقُولُ رَبِّي أَهَانًا This is about some people, or maybe most of people. Al-insan means people normally are like this unless they have built themselves. They have educated themselves. There is such tendency in human beings that when Allah tests them, when Allah tests them and gives them 
blessings and ni'mah, they say, my Lord has honored me. But if Allah tests them and narrows their gate of rizq for them, gives them little rizq, they say, my Lord has humiliated me. So it means that people judge about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala depending on what is in their pocket. If their pocket is full, they say Allah has been very kind with me. Allah has honored me. If the pocket is not full, they say Allah has humiliated me. This is not fair. Maybe sometimes for you it's better if you don't have money. Yeah, You shouldn't judge about Allah in this way. Uh, I think once I mentioned this for you that one of our teachers, Ayatollah Ahmadi Mianaji, used to say, uh, or maybe at, I don't know, at least once I remember I heard that there was a talabe that he used to say, but maybe he was using as a, saying this as a sense of humor, but I don't know, maybe was also honest. He said, when the marja of that time, I think it was Mirzai Shirazi, he said, when he gives me good shahriya and, you know, idi and this type of things, I am very happy with him. When he doesn't give me, I have problem with his adala. <laughs> I cannot say my salat behind him. <laughs> Maybe he was honest in saying this, but many of us unconsciously have this approach. Yeah? If someone gives us money, say, mashallah, what a great person. Yeah, but if he doesn't give money, oh, this man doesn't understand anything. So, the same is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are doing the same with Allah. When Allah gives us, we say, mashallah, what a good Lord I have. Such a generous Allah. And when Allah doesn't give, you say, Allah has humiliated me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in another place, in Surah Hajj, verse 18. وَمَنْ يُهِنِ اللَّهِ فَمَا لَهُ مِنْ مُكْرِمٍ I think it's مِنْ مُكْرِمٍ, yeah? Please check verse 18 of Surah Hajj. مِنْ مُكْرِمٍ, yeah? There is مِنْ. فَمَا لَهُ مِنْ مُكْرِمٍ Whoever is, whomsoever is humiliated by Allah. If Allah takes away your honor, no one can honor you. Because we said Ezza is from Allah. If Allah takes your Ezza, who can save you? Who can help you? If Nauzubillah, Allah decides to humiliate us, no one can help us. Even if you have the biggest, I don't know, newspapers and you know media advisors if Allah wants to humiliate you you cannot do anything was men mukram yeah yeah so Ezza comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and for the same reason if he doesn't give you Ezza or takes away your Ezza no one can help you yeah 
because it's when something has one supplier yeah if there is only one supplier so if he gives you you have it if you don't he doesn't give you you don't have it that's easy there is no other supplier of izza in dunya the only supplier is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala okay i think it's the time for salat and inshallah we will continue this discussion inshallah next week wa akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillah rabbil alamin